0: Do you ever struggle with your fuzzy brain? I do. Welcome to the Uncluttered Office Podcast. Here I share what I've discovered from my challenges with ADHD and chemo brain. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. I'm a former Wall Streeter, now certified productive environment specialist and ADHD productivity coach with well over 20 years of experience in business, office design and productivity. I'm a badass cancer survivor and thriver, wife, mom of a teen and a cat, and a lifelong geek. I'm old enough now to be proud of it. I've learned that whether we lose our keys, misplace our files, or constantly forget our appointments, we can design a work and home life that is simpler, easier, and fits who we are with our unique brains. I believe that to be truly productive, we need to learn how to be intentionally unproductive a strange twist for a productivity coach. But hey, I love to ski, sail, and surf. Listen in and learn how to streamline your space and systems so you can be more focused, organized, and have more time to be intentionally unproductive. I run Catherine Avery productivitybydesign.com and your host of the Uncluttered Office Podcast. So this is the second in the mini-series about uncluttering your office. I was asked specifically on LinkedIn by several people if I would be willing to uh, take some time to explain how you get your office uncluttered. So Last time, I spoke all about how you set your vision, how you create a plan. Now that you've got that plan, I thought I'd start by letting you know that we, the typical office information management person, uh, and I don't mean technology necessarily, anyone who works with information in any capacity in their job, can t- lose about two hours a week searching for documents. The first thing you want to consider is what's your paper situation like in your office, whether that's your home office, whether it's your office at work. Do your papers stacked everywhere? And if yes, how does that paper situation make you feel? Do you notice it, do you just walk by? You might be surprised to find that no matter how you feel about the paper, it can deplete your energy. It can be a drain on your energy, tap papers everywhere. What places does your paperwork tend to pile up? Is it stacks on a chair, maybe on the floor? Is it on your desk? Are they all crammed in a file in the file drawer? You can't see them, but they're just a disaster in there. Do you have any paperwork systems set up? How are your current paperwork systems working for you? And if you had to find a specific paper, manual, flyer, document, could you put your hands on it? Let's say within two minutes. That's where you're going to start. So if you're going to be uncluttering, I would recommend starting with one space for that paperwork, taking one small pile and getting it organized. Usually, your desk is the best place to start. And what you want to do is really start with an easy one so you feel really motivated and maybe set a timer for like 10 minutes to do the work. So, let's talk about filers versus pilers. Filers are folks who put everything in a file cabinet. It's all put away. Uh, Cena Block has something called the time and space style inventory in which she talks about everything out and nothing out. So a filer is someone who has nothing out. Now, that doesn't mean they're necessarily more organized. There's no good or bad, and there's no shooting in uh, productivity world with me, at least. You may have all your stuff filed, but it might be incredibly disorganized in there. You may not be able to find your files because you don't have a system within your file folders. And that's just as difficult and tricky as someone who has everything piled on their desk. So let's talk about pilers. That would be me. I am a piler. Pilers are everything out. We think that if we can't see it, it doesn't exist, and we're going to lose it. (laughs) I actually ran into that this morning. All morning long, I've been telling myself, oh, my gosh, I have that business entity tax I have to pay by June 30th. Where is that paperwork? I had filed it, and of course, it was put away, so I was in a full-blown panic, but then I stepped back. I took a deep breath, and then I remembered that I had seen it yesterday as I was putting all those files away, so I knew pretty quickly where it was and was able to put my hands on it. I actually right now have some vertical file folders. I'm going to really recommend these for people who are everything out. They are like magazine holders. And you can corral papers. So when we just did an organizing session here in my own home office, because I had a lot going on over the course of the last few months and couldn't get it organized. And this is going to happen. We're going to talk about that. I had three magazine holders that are vertical. And what I did was I put everything to do with one business in one, and everything to do with my second business, which is our rental home down in Fenwick Island, Delaware and a second one. And then a third one is everything personal that I need to file. It's not a huge amount and it's super manageable now because I know exactly where they are and how to file them. And I have file boxes for the Fenwick House and for the personal stuff. And then I have file drawers for business. So, it would be super easy when it comes time to file because I do have a system in place, which is amazing. So, the first neat trick um, when you're learning how to file is something called file act toss. So, as you're decluttering, I call this taking down the fat in your inbox (laughs) because it's file act toss. You want to go from having a very thick fat pile of papers in your inbox to much lower. The first place to do is the filing so i personally when i'm in a role and i'm saying with that 10 minute timer organizing files what i do is i have a to be filed pile the next is act and that's any actionable item that can be done with uh, in under two minutes so that might be a phone number you come across where you know you needed to make that quick phone call and it has to be quick like I'm scheduling an appointment, it can't be chat with Jim about that new project we're working on. That's action. Um, another action could be that you know you need to email someone, and you've already got that template set up in your file, and so you can in your file in your email, so you can do it very quickly. The last one is toss, and toss is my favorite one because it's great to get rid of papers and not have them cluttering your office anymore. I call that the circular file, the waste basket. My favorite file. Really helpful if in your office, you have a trash can for wet trash and a trash can for recycle. I personally only have the recycled trash can in here. That is because I work from home. And any sort of wet trash I'm going to have, I really kind of classify as food. And I take immediately to the kitchen because I just don't want it in here. I don't want the place stinking up. So I only have a recycle bin under my desk. But it is possible to have two. I also recommend having a shredder in your office. And if you've got things you need to shred, and that's any of those documents that maybe have your home address, uh, your social security number, anything to do with maybe health, That you're no longer keeping, you really want to shred those kinds of papers. No one in the world needs to know about them. So go ahead and have a shredder somewhere in your office. Mine is in the back corner, it's not right here in the center of things. And what I do is the things that I'm going to have shredded, I just put on top of my shredder. And then I have this magical thing called a teenager and I pay her to shred my papers. (laughs) You know, we get our work people wherever we can. So Let's talk about how you're going through the files and the papers, and you're not sure what to do with a piece of paper because it might be important. Sometimes it's really hard to let go of papers. We get very anxious about them. And so I'm going to tell you the very first rule I learned in certified productive environment specialists when I was training for that, was that if you're in doubt, don't throw it out. Better to keep a paper for a while And one thing you could do is take all those papers that you're not sure about, put them in like a banker's box or any kind of box, label it with a date, say three or six months from now, put on your calendar that date, and then on that date, open that box. So if you needed something out of that box in those 30 or 60 or 90 days, then you know you need to keep it. But if there's nothing you took out of that box in that time period or anything that's left in that box that you didn't take out in that time period, it's probably safe to throw it out. The key to this system really working is that you have to label the box with the date and put that date in your calendar because you will not do it. Trust me, I know because I found two boxes up in the attic that I had never dated and never put in my calendar and I had to bring down and go through and organize. That is just not going to happen without a calendar reminder especially if you have an ADHD brain like mine. And I didn't really talk about that, but it's not uncommon for ADHD folks to be everything out people. We are so worried and stressed out that our brain is not going to remember something that we have to have things out as triggers, as reminders, as visual cues. I also happen to be incredibly visual and kinesthetic. So that is why I am notorious everything out. I have managed over time, barely, <laughs> to train myself not to be in everything out. Uh, but you will find that inside my inbox, I have multiple file folders and they're it's tidy. It looks tidy. They're still out, but they're in file folders okay, it's my system and it's making me feel better to have it that way. And it does feel cleaner and tidier. I have to confess, I am to the point now where if my desk is messy when I sit down to work, it's very frustrating and not relaxing and I really can't deal with it. Clutter really drains my energy. Also, if you are an ADHDer, it is really important to get rid of as much clutter as you can. You are already running your brain 50 tabs open at a time. The last thing you need is a tab called clutter sitting in your brain. So if at all possible, start decluttering. You will find it changes your life. I've been doing this in my living room, my kitchen, all over the house. My office has been my sanctuary. It's been really organized for a really long time. I knew how important it was. I am now branching out in the rest of the house. I've done um, the master bedroom, the master bathroom. I have really gotten rid of a lot of clutter and I find I'm much more relaxed. I'm going to tell you how I made this discovery. It's because we have a beach home uh, in Fenwick Island. And when we built that home, it wasn't filled with clutter, still not filled with clutter. And every time I went there, I felt so relaxed. My mind just felt at ease. And I don't think it's just that there's the bay outside beckoning in a beautiful kind of way, because I work down there and I work down there sometimes a 12 hour day. So it's not like I'm just sitting on the beach. And I find I'm just much more relaxed down there. It's much easier. And it's because I have less stuff. So start with papers. Next episode is actually going to be about other stuff in your office to declutter. So I haven't gotten to the art of wastebasketry. I kind of go off track when I was talking about um, decluttering. So the art of wastebasketry is how you make decisions about papers when you're struggling, so yeah, I gave you that box method. Before you use the box, use this Art of Waste Basket Tree. By the way, Art of Waste Basket Tree is a registered trademark of Productive Environment Institute and Barbara Hemphill. I will also put that information in the show notes. So here's what it is. I think this is brilliant. The first question to ask yourself is: Does this item require action? Okay, is it something you can take care of right now so you can get rid of it? Can you identify a specific use for it? Sometimes you have some old marketing paper floating around. Is it still useful? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, Maybe it's an old paper that's about a different business you no longer have. and You could just either file it away because it's it's a legal paper or, or get rid of it. Is it recent enough to be useful? I found a marketing folder with stuff that was so outdated. It was about social media that doesn't even exist anymore. Those things are gone. So I think Periscope was one of the things in those. So it's no longer useful. You know, just pitch that. Are there legal or tax implications? This is huge. It's really, really important. You talk to your lawyer and your accountant about what the legal and tax implications are for your paperwork. If you're working for a company, a corporation, you've got to ask them. Go to your HR department, find out what your policy is in your company around what papers you keep and what papers you don't keep. Super important. What is the worst thing that can happen without it? Right? You might be able to find it again. If you get to the end of all those questions and you're still not sure, go to that box method, put it in a box, label it 30, 60, 90 days, whatever's comfortable for you, and um, put it to the side. I really want to encourage you that the most important role is if you're in doubt, don't throw it out. I want to thank you for being here for this mini series. I'm having so much fun helping you declutter your home office or your office at work. Again, that caveat that if you are working in a corporate office and you have responsibilities to other people, super important that you talk with them and make sure that whatever you're doing with the filing Uh, system that you're creating fits with the company's philosophy and uh, corporate rules. On a home front, if you're going through paperwork that isn't yours and it's someone else in your family's, also important to run that by them and make sure that they're comfortable with whatever paperwork you're going through, that if you're going to toss it, It might be meaningful and special to your child. It might be an important document that you never realize that your husband really needs or your wife really needs or whoever your significant other is. I don't even open my husband's mail. (laughs) He laughs at me because he's like, it's no big deal. I have no secrets to hide. I said, yeah, but I wouldn't lose any of your stuff. Remember, I have that ADHD thing going. I hope this has been super helpful. Try Phylac Toss. Set a timer for 10 minutes. Give it a try. See how it goes. I promise you that you can have systems in your life to declutter your office. Last thing, speaking of systems, trigger word. Make sure you set a time each week to stay on top of your filing. It might be Friday afternoon, last thing you're going to do before you leave for the weekend. It might be that you do five minutes at the end of each day to tidy your desk. Whatever it is, you need a system in place. And then, final, final thing is there will be times it all becomes a whirlwind. Something comes up, somebody gets sick, you're super busy with a project of work, and your office looks messy because you haven't had time to deal with it. That's okay. Just start over again, set that timer for 10 minutes, and get back on track as quickly as you can after whatever that situation or crisis was. Again, want to thank you so much for being here, Katherine Avery, productivitybydesign.com. I would love to hear from you what you think of the mini-series. Do you like these? Are they helpful? Are there topics you'd like me to cover? You can reach me at Katherine at KatherineAvery.com. And if you're interested in getting your office decluttered or getting productivity strategies and coaching, email me there or get on my calendar, callwithkatherine.com. I would love to talk to you and see if I can help you with your challenges. All right, everybody, have a great day. You've been listening to the Uncluttered Office Podcast, available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and www.productivitybydesign.com. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. If you like what you've heard, please share this episode with someone you think needs it. I would love for you to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your reviews make my heart sing and can help even more people find the gifts in their productivity challenges. Thanks for listening and see you next week. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM.